0: Hello and welcome. My name is Art Jones and I'm the principal consultant at The Art of Standing Out where we use brand strategy, storytelling, and design thinking to help you market better so you can sell more. That's how you grow your business. And here at The Art of Standing Out, we talk an awful lot about standing up for your ideas and standing up for what you believe so you stand out among the crowd. And and that takes stepping up to Accepting the responsibility to stand up for what you believe, so you stand out. Today I'm not really going to be sharing with you things that are my ideas. This is probably one of the first times that I'm going to share with you someone else's idea. And I think the importance here is that sometimes knowing when somebody else has an incredible idea. and and identifying that idea and then sharing it and giving them credit for it. It is important. So that's what I'm doing today. Um, Mark Manson is the author of a post that I'm simply gonna read. Um, It was Mark Manson who wrote this post in Quartz, Q-U-A-R-T-Z, and the link is in the stream. And Um, Well, I'm attributing this brilliance to Mark Manson. I'm going to try and read it and read it with an equal amount of brilliance. But these are his words, not mine. But I think his words are important. Um, So here we go. Everybody wants to feel good. Everyone wants to live a carefree, happy, and easy life to fall in love and have amazing sex and relationships. So perfect and make money and be popular and well respected and admired and a total baller to the point that people part like the Red Sea when you walk into the room. Everyone would like that. It's easy to like that. If I asked you, what do you want out of life? And you say something like, I wanna be happy and have a great family and a job I like. It's so ubiquitous that it doesn't even mean anything. A more interesting question, a question that perhaps you've never considered before, is what pain do you want in your life? Whoa, what are you willing to struggle for? Because that seems to be a greater determinant of how our lives turn out. I told you this was a hit article. <laughs> Everybody wants to have an amazing job and financial independence, but not everyone wants to suffer through six-hour work weeks, long commutes, obnoxious paperwork, to navigate arbitrary corporate hierarchies and the blasé confines of an infinite cubicle of hell. People want to be rich without the risk, without the sacrifice, without the delayed gratification necessary to accumulate wealth. Everybody wants to have great sex and an awesome relationship, but not everyone is willing to go through the tough conversations, the awkward silences, the hurt feelings, and the emotional cycle drama to get there. And so they settle. They settle and wonder, what if for years and years and until the question morphs from what if into was that it? And when the lawyers go home and the alimony check is in the mail, they say, what was that for? If not for their lowered standards and expectations 20 years prior, then what for? Because happiness requires struggle. The positive is the side effect of handling the negative. You can only avoid negative experiences for so long before they come roaring back to life. At the core of all human behavior, our needs are more or less similar. Positive experiences is easy to handle. It's negative experience that we all, by definition, struggle with. Therefore, what we get out of life is not determined by the good feelings we desire, but what bad feelings we're willing to we're willing and able to sustain to get us to those good feelings. I'm gonna read that one again, it's an important sentence. Therefore, what we get out of life is not determined by the good feelings we desire, but by what bad feelings we are willing and able to sustain to get us to those good feelings. People want an amazing physique, but you don't end up with one unless you legitimately appreciate pain and physical stress that comes with living inside a gym for hour upon hour. Unless you love calculating and calibrating the food you eat, planning your life out in tiny plate-sized portions, you won't get that amazing physique. People want to start their own business or become financially independent, but you don't end up a successful entrepreneur unless you find a way to appreciate the risk, the uncertainty, the repeated failures, and working insane hours on something you have no idea whether it will succeed or not. People want a partner, a spouse, but you don't end up attracting someone amazing without appreciating the emotional turbulence that comes with weathering rejections, building the sexual tension that never gets released and staring blankly at a phone that never rings. It's part of the game of love. You can't win if you don't play. What determines your success isn't, what do you want to enjoy? The question is, what pain do you want to sustain? The quality of your life is not determined by the quality of your positive experience, but the quality of your negative experiences. And to get good at dealing with negative experiences is to get good at dealing with life. There's a lot of crappy advice out there that says, You've just got to want it enough. Everybody wants something, and everybody wants something enough. They just aren't aware of what it is they want, or rather, what they want enough. Because if you want the benefits of something in life, you have to also want the cost. If you want the beach body, you have to want the sweat, the soreness, the early mornings and the hunger pangs. If you want the yacht, You have to also want the late nights, the risky business moves, and the possibility of pissing off a person or 10,000. If you find yourself wanting something month after month, year after year, yet nothing happens and you never come any closer to it, then maybe what you actually want is a fantasy, an idealization, an image, and a false promise. Maybe what you want isn't what you want, you just enjoy wanting. Maybe you don't actually want it at all. Sometimes I ask people, how do you choose to suffer? (laughs) Let me ask that again. Sometimes I ask people, how do you choose to suffer? These people tilt their heads and look at me like I have 12 noses. But I ask because that tells me far more about you than your desires and fantasies. Because you have to choose something. You can't have a pain-free life. It can't all be roses and unicorns. And ultimately, that's the hard question that matters. Pleasure is an easy question. And pretty much all of us have similar answers. The more interesting question is the pain. What is the pain that you want to sustain? the answer will actually get you somewhere. It's the question that can change your life. It's what makes me and me and you and you. It's what defines us and separates us and ultimately brings us together. For most of my adolescence and young adulthood, I fantasized about being a musician, a rock star. Any badass guitar song I heard, I would always close my eyes and envision myself up on the stage playing it to the screams of the crowd People absolutely losing their minds to my sweet finger noodling. This fantasy could keep me occupied for hours on end. The fantasizing continued through college even after I've dropped out of music school and stopped playing seriously. But even then, it was never a question of if I'd ever be up playing in front of screaming crowds, but when. I was biding my time before I could invest the proper amount of time and effort into getting out there and making it work. First, I needed to finish school. Then, I needed to make money. Then, I needed to find the time. Then, and then, and then, nothing. Despite fantasizing about this for over half of my adult life, the reality never came. And it took me a long time and a lot of negative experiences to finally figure out why. I didn't actually want it. I was in love with the result. The image of me standing on the stage, people cheering, me rocking out, pouring my heart into what I was playing, but I wasn't in love with the process. And because of that, I feel I failed at it. Repeatedly, I failed at it. Hell, I didn't even try hard enough to fail at it. I hardly tried at all. The daily drudgery of practicing, the logistics of finding a group and rehearsing, the pain of finding gigs and actually getting people to show up and give a shit. The broken strings, the blown tube amp, hauling 40 pounds of gear to and from rehearsals with no car. It's a mountain of a dream and a mile high climb to the top. And what it took me a long time to discover is that I didn't like to climb much. I just like to imagine the top. Our culture would tell me that I've somehow failed myself and I'm a quitter or a loser. Self-help would say that I either wasn't courageous enough, determined enough, or I didn't believe in myself enough. The entrepreneurial startup crowd would tell me that I chickened out on my dream and gave in to my conventional social conditioning. I'd be told to do affirmations or to join a mastermind group or a manifest or something, mindfulness training. But the truth is far less interesting than that. I thought I wanted something, but it turns out I didn't. End of story. That's worthy of reading again. But the truth is far less interesting than that. I thought I wanted something, but it turns out I didn't. End of story. I wanted the reward and not the struggle. I wanted the result and not the process. I was in love not with the fight, but only the victory and life doesn't work that way. Who you are is defined by the values you are willing to struggle for. People who enjoy the struggles of a gym are the ones who get in good shape. People who enjoy long work weeks and the politics of the corporate letter are the ones who move up in it. People who enjoy the stresses and uncertainty of the starving artist lifestyle are ultimately the ones who live it and make it. This is not a call for willpower or grit. This is not another admonishment of no pain, no gain. This is the most simple and basic component of life. Our struggles determine our success. So choose your struggles wisely, my friend. This post appeared on Mark Manson, dot net. Follow him on Twitter at I am Mark Manson on Twitter, at I am Mark Manson on Twitter. It's a brilliantly written article, a thought provoking article on courts, a compelling message for each of us. Our struggles determine our success. What are you willing to struggle for? This is Art Jones from The Art of Standing Out. doing a reading tonight, reading someone else's ideas because I recognize that their ideas at this moment in time are brilliant ideas. I'll incorporate it into my thinking somewhere down the road, but today, this is all about Mark Manson. Not just a brilliant writer, but someone who went straight to the core of what's important. And I thought I'd share that core with you in the hopes that you, in listening to this, will, like me, be able to go off and accomplish more. So until next time, tune in. We're always trying to f- share something thought-provoking, something with some insight, something to compel you to go off and accomplish more, as we all should. So, our children sign off. Peace.